Hare Krishna everyone and we are back with the easy journey to other planets by His Divine Grace Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, page number 13. In the material world the topmost planet is called Satyaloka or Brahmaloka. Beings of the greatest talents live on this planet. The presiding deity of Brahmaloka is Brahma, the first created being of this material world. Brahma is a living being like so many of us, but he is the most talented personality in the material world. He is not so talented that he is in the category of God, but he is in the category of those living entities directly dominated by God. God and the living entities both belong to the anti-material world. The scientists, therefore, would be rendering service to everyone by researching the constitution of the anti-material world. How it is administered, how things are shaped there, who are the presiding personalities, and so on. Of the Vedic literatures, Srimad Bhagavatam deals elaborately with these matters. The Bhagavad Gita is the preliminary study of the Srimad Bhagavatam. These two important books of knowledge should be thoroughly studied by all men in the scientific world. These books would give many clues to scientific progress and would indicate many new discoveries. Oh, I mean, can you only imagine if like, the modern scientists would actually open up to Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam and actually Realize that these two important book of, books of knowledge can give so many clues to scientific progress and indicate many new discoveries. Jai. I mean, I pray for the day when people will actually open their eyes to this. Because Srimad Bhagavatam is really like... Um, Srimad Bhagavatam deals with so many subjects. So many subjects regarding cosmology, regarding the social structure, like these are two that I'm fascinated about, that's why this the first things that come to my mind, but Jai, yes, this is very, very, very important for anybody who's listening to this <laughs> today. Yes, the transcendentalists and the materialists are two distinct classes of men. The transcendentalist gathers knowledge from authoritative scriptures, like the Vedas. Vedic literature is received from authoritative sources, which are in the line of transcendental disciplic succession. This disciplic succession, parampara, is also mentioned in the Bhagavad Gita. Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita that hundreds of thousands of years ago, the Gita was spoken to the presiding deity, the presiding deity of the son, who delivered the knowledge to his son, Manu from whom the present generation of man has descended. Manu, in his turn, delivered this transcendental knowledge to his son, Ikshvaku, who is the forefather of the dynasty in which the personality of God Shri Rama appeared. This long chain of disciplic succession was broken during the advent period of Lord Krishna 5000 years ago, and for this reason Krishna restated the Bhagavad Gita to Arjuna, thereby making him the first disciple of this knowledge in this age.
The transcendentalist of this age, therefore, is in the disciplic line that starts with Arjuna. Without troubling himself with materialistic research work, the transcendentalist acquires the truths concerning matter and antimatter in the most perfect way through this disciplic succession and thereby saves himself much botheration. I mean, seriously, like, this is very important. We will also be reading in Sri Upanishad that it is not like if you become a devotee of the Lord or if you become a Vaishnava or if you become transcendentalist that you are like, you know, out of this world and your feet don't touch the ground and you have no connection with the reality, you know, those weird people. Um, I mean, sometimes transcendentalists are in that, you know, space that they're, it's far out, but most of the times, like Prabhupada states over here, transcendentalists are very much in touch with both antimatter and matter, so. And they're doing it without botheration because they know exactly how matter works, because they are consulting Vedic literatures, which are perfect. The gross materialists, however, do not believe in the anti-material worlds of the personality of Godhead. They are, therefore, unfortunate creatures, although sometimes very talented, educated and advanced otherwise. They are bewildered by the influence of the material manifestation and are devoid of knowledge of things anti-material. It is a good sign, therefore, that the materialistic, materialistic scientists are gradually progressing toward the region of the anti-material world. It may even be possible for them to make sufficient progress to be able to know the details of this anti-material world, where the personality of Godhead resides as the predominating figure and where the living entities live with him and serve him. The living entities who serve the Godhead are equal in quality with him, but at the same time they are predominated as servitors. In the anti-material world, there is no difference between the predominated and the predominator. The relationship is in perfection and without tinge of materialism. Jai. The nature of the material world is destructive. That we all of us can agree, right? According to the Bhagavad Gita, there is some partial truth to the assumption of the physical scientist that there is annihilation of the material and anti-material world when they chance to clash. The material world is a creation of changing modes of nature. These modes, gunas, are known as sattva, goodness, rajas, passion, and tamas, ignorance. The material world is created by the mode of rajas, maintained by the mode of sattva, and annihilated by the mode of tamas. These modes are omnipresent in the material world, and as such, at every hour, every minute, every second, the process of creation, maintenance, and annihilation is taking place all over the material universe. The highest planet of the material universe, Brahma Loka, is also situated 
it's subjected, is also subjected to these modes of nature. Although the duration of life on that planet, due to the predominance of the mode of sattva, is said to be 4,300,000 times 1,000 times 2 times 30 times 12 times 100 solar years. Despite this long duration, however, Brahmaloka is subject to destruction. Although life on Brahmaloka is fantastically long compared to life on Earth, it is only a flash in comparison to the eternal life of the non-material worlds. Consequently, the speaker of the Bhagavad Gita, Lord Sri Krishna, asserts the importance of the anti-material universe which is his abode. Jai. So we're going to stop here for today and just like understanding that this material may be like difficult to grasp for somebody who hears it for the first time but just really trying to make certain points of focus over here <laughs> because if only we would really, really understand these truths to the heart, then all of us would be much, much, much more peaceful, successful, happy in life, and and the world at large would actually find harmony in service to the Lord. So thank you so much for tuning in today. And the link to this book is in the description, so I definitely recommend you reading through this on your own as well and we will see you next time. Hare Krishna!